at this time we're gonna have a small moment of silence for the great Bill Withers, R.I.P. Thank you. Back to the podcast. Welcome to Free Chops Podcast. It's a podcast about lifestyles, culture, and the state of the world from a barber's perspective. We will sometimes have a guest and a Q&A from our listeners. Um, some material may not be for the faint of heart or those easily defend- offended, but it's an American right with the few rights we do have and a barbershop law. That, that goes to everything. It's barbershop law to speak on any kind of topic freely but respectfully. Welcome to another edition of Free Chops Podcast. What's good? It's cold as hell out here. This weather, man, is crazy as hell. I think that's a part of the issue that we got going on, man. It's, do y'all really think low? I, I hate to sound like a... I can't say I hate to sound like this, but I... I, I don't want to sound like a tree hugger or, or a hippie or something. But this global warming shit might have something to do with these diseases and viruses popping up, man. Because it's basically April, man. And it's like, how cold is it? In Texas, 40 degrees in Texas. That's weird. You know what I'm saying? It's, I don't know, man. <coughs> getting crazy and crazy every day. Always someone to move some different man. Pop the top, pop the top. Man, today we're gonna talk about real friends. Friends, how many of us have them? Friends, the ones we can depend on. Let's be friends. Hey, real talk. As I've gotten older, I've lost friends, gained friends, lost them again. Who out there right now feeling like they need a friend? Most of us probably. You know what I'm saying? This time that we in right now, checking on your neighbors, calling your family members and all that, old companions or whatever might be the best thing because your, your village and your army, you know what I'm saying, is what strengthens you, empowers you, you know what I'm saying, outside of yourself, the people that you're the closest to. Like the hell early. <laughs> this little, little tidbit. It's real. Like, I think of all the fun memories of that I used to have with niggas back in the day or girls. And... I miss some of some of the time, but then I'd be like, nah, that, that needed to end. For me to get to this state of this mindset that I'm in now. Who knows where I'd be if I still had the same old friends doing the same old things that I used to do. You know what I'm saying? Not that change and change is inevitable, but you want to be changing for the good. And the conundrum is sometimes you gotta go through strife. One time I was in the uh, barber school. 
at this client that would come to me. He would come consistently to me. And he would say, Rick, you got to get your strife up. And one point he said, I'm like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? But now I understand. The more strife and turbo and the trouble you deal with, it makes you strong. It tests you. Or it's going to show you that you need to get up out. You need to get out this life. You know what I'm saying? When they say, you ever heard this phrase, hardened criminals? They've been like they've been doing this so many times. They've been getting caught and jammed and slammed up and lost friends and lost money and all that. So many times it just made them hard and cold. That's what they saying. Or like, God rest the dead, like the boy Kobe. You know how many shots Kobe had to shoot and he had to miss before him to become to hit that shot and it's, it's wet every time? That nigga made himself hard. Like, he made him, like, steal. Like, he not going. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it, that mentality. You feel me? And you need that in your friend. You can have and you can have that mentality and still not have friends. And a lot of times, people like that achieve on that level. They don't have friends. They have acquaintances and loved ones or family. You know what I'm saying? Because at that point, ain't nothing you can do for me that I can't do for myself. You feel me? And that's what I really want. As a grown man, a 33-year-old man, that's what I want now. Like, not no Bentleys and all the other shit. I want real, a team, a real crew. I, I done been in crews, I'm, you know what I'm saying? When I was young, I got put on the hood. Shit, I'm a crip. But it's like, all that shit don't really... I love my family. I love all shit. I joined a fraternity when I got to college and shit. I used to play ball, baseball. I, used to, I was in teams and shit. Even when I was in college, I was fucking with a rap group. You know what I mean? Or a conglomerate of niggas from this town, Mississippi. Shout out to MBM back in the day. But it was like when we was doing shit. But it was the turmoil within the group. And I went. I realized I was not family. So it was no reason for me to be putting all this energy into these motherfuckers. I was seen as an outsider. You know what I'm saying? Dotted up here, that baby. A part of all of that, I'm a solo in the frat. I need, I just saw niggas fall off when I was online. Imagine me coming in when you're online. You know, you're supposed to have brothers. This build this brotherhood. Everybody fall off except you. And they ask you, they still want to bring you in because you solid. You know what I'm saying? Being the last of us. I've always be thinking to myself, that right there, I'm like, be making me like, man, you can push through anything, which I know I can. I'll get through it somehow, some way with God, you know what I'm saying? But sometimes you need them people to, 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 to console it, or you just want somebody to be solid with you, hit you up, you know what I'm saying? Or, or call you, check on you. I'm always find myself doing that for people. Cause if I get close to you, I feel like you you family. That's a that's like what's that? I've been broke so many times, I don't know which way to feel. That little song right there, right away, that shit hit different. That shit hit totally different because I understand what he's saying. It's like shit, you don't know what the fuck. You you gonna have to make any. Y'all make he got these tattoos on his phone. His name Rod Wave. He a singer. 
hard times is on his forearms. It's like, shit, that shit make you cold-blooded. Now, I don't want to stay in no depressive state of mind like some, some of his songs be sounding like. <laughs> I think he just caught a wave and he, he he caught a vibe and just stayed on it. But it's depressing sometimes and I don't like to stay in it. I like to just be strong-minded and I want to be around strong-minded people. I want to be around people that think like I think or move in a way that's, that in, um, enlightens me. You know what I'm saying? Enlighten me, big brother. Shit, that's that's why that's what they used to say in the frat. I don't even know if they say shit like that. You find an old head and he knows something that you don't know about this history or some other shit or avenue. Like, enlighten me, big bro. That's what we used to say. But niggas probably don't even do that no more. Cause the shit all just fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Not nobody respect their elders like that, which I can understand. Oh Jesus, then fell off. Niggas had us doing fucked up shit. All the OGs from the hood when I was young, shit, them niggas fucked up or dead. Or they junkies. You know what I'm saying? It's only a few of them that, you know, they had the model and the mindset. You know what I'm saying? That I kind of, that's what shaped my mind some some a bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if everybody else don't want to do it, you walk along. You still do it. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you about that, you know, it's just a... It's just a mindset, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, I go anywhere, shit. If I stand, I'm going to stand on what I believe in. And I want people around me that's like that. Real friends, real loved ones, real, you know what I'm saying? Even your own family, blood, don't even fuck with you like they post to some, a lot of time. You know what I'm saying? Well, you feel like, because nobody owe you shit. But it's like, it's like a common courtesy um, type thing that comes when you blood. Like that's what you that's what a lot of young men they run to when they join gangs. It's not that they, they trying to be killers and hitters and all that shit. You really want the love or friendship or companionship. You know what I'm saying? Or cause your home probably broken. Your people do drugs or this side of us, you know what I'm saying? Or y'all po. Y'all y'all live on the same block, y'all you know what I'm saying? Y'all y'all look out for each other. That's what gang shit kinda be starting started from. And it turns into other shit. You know what I mean? But the camaraderie is there. You know? Street gangs ain't nothing but fraternities with no diplomas. Or no, you know what I'm saying? And no, <laughs> with no degrees. That's all it is. Stand on principle. And I want. I still want that. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeking. I told my wife that. My wife is so solid. Like, she's so solid to the point where, like, any other woman... I know that I would be with, like, they, they, they don't even, they wouldn't understand that I've been molded and shaped by just, not by force by this woman, but by, like, love, you know what I'm saying, like, she showed me some whole other shit, you know what I'm saying, and you did, it's crazy. And I felt it even more when I got my son. Just being there through the whole process. It's like, she fuck with me, me, me. Man, she fuck with me. And I fuck with her like that. And she the only person in my life I can say that right now. That I just honestly feel like they fuck with me. Nobody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't even think it would be this way. You know what I'm saying? But now I understand, like, man and woman, woman and man. I used to read the Bible and shit and be like, how the hell did Adam just stick around with Eve like that? Like, 
he went and got mad or some shit and been like, damn, this bitch be the whole reason why we in this. You know what I'm saying? But it's not that. Like, I'm sure it's just was like it's a peace and understanding that comes with a companion and a, a real love when you feel like it's just you and her and out here. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to do what you got to do. You know, it breaks down every facet of your, like, pride and all that shit. It's, it's going to mess with all that because it's going to make you servants of each other. It's going to make you um, disciplinarians of each other. It's going to make you therapists for each other and all of that. Uh, like, so real friends, It's I, maybe that's what it is, man. I'm out here holding people to the regard of what I, I've learned and felt for my wife as a real friend and a real soldier out here that niggas just don't come, come up to that. People just ain't built like that, you know what I'm saying, for me. Man, and coming out of that segment, this this next thing I want to talk about is like, when we're on the topic of real friends and having companions, when we don't have this, because humans, we, you know, we social creatures, it's like, you can slip into depression right now with all this going on. Like, if you ain't one of them people that got homies and all that, whatever, you'll be sitting in the house going stir crazy, probably. I know people still, look, I got clients, man. They coming again fresh because still right now with this going on that I know they really just like, shit, I'm trying to keep it normal. You know what I'm saying? They trying to still kick it with their homies and all that shit and do normal because this is a weird time right now. So if you ain't got that, you know, people that's really kind of looking for you to holler at them and all that, whatever, and maybe they living in this internet world or some shit, they... If they lose that Wi Fi, it's OT. Niggas gonna go crazy because they ain't got no friends. You know what I'm saying? They ain't got no people. They ain't got no know how to be alone time. You know what I'm saying? Depression will slip in. And so, if y'all depressed during this time, man, hey, wake up, man. Get out of there. Hey, hey, come up out of that. Come up out that depression. I'm about to slap that, dep slap that depression up out y'all. You know what I'm saying? Wake up. Because. That shit'll take you down a bad road, man. And I feel like people, we all. So here's my 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 spill on depression, and any other type of um, emotional. I ain't gonna say, um, disease, but like these are emotional. Um, I can't even say they deform these. I don't even what to, what to say. They most, you know, like depression, anxiety, and. And all that kind of that shit like that, like those those type of things are so natural, they so human that God has like if we like if we built like God, you know what I'm saying? Like that's a a God like character. I feel like God can be he can be full of rage, he can be jealous, he can be all of that, you know what I'm saying? So it's like for, to get depressed, just understand it's just okay to be depressed. It's okay to be anxious. I get anxious all the time. I fight through it though, and I know everybody ain't got the that undominable spirit type shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, but trust, it's in there. You just gotta fight for it and dig for it to find your, you know, your armor. Like some of the, the, the saints and the church when they put the oh, they put the armor of the God on. I don't even think like that. I, I, my, a lot of people that that pray and and turn to God and everything. It's great because I've done that and been there too, and I still do. But it, 
through that process, I learned that if you got to find comfort and solace in yourself, if because you, you are finding self is like is is finding God. You know what I'm saying? Finding yourself is finding God. In a nutshell, like. So that depression stage, if you get through, if, if you're going through it or you feel like you might be slipping into it because of the quarantine and shit, man, walk outside, feel that sunshine, man. Feel that if it's raining, shit, feel the rain. Feel the changes that the earth goes through and, and, and that it feels. You know what I'm saying? Even the earth is, Mother Earth is feeling the, you know what I'm saying, the wrath of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just a... It's crazy man, how connected we are to the universe and everything. So in this depressive state that you might be in, or if you know about depression, you deal with it. If y'all know, hit me in the Q&A or something, if y'all know some ways to deal with depression or ways that you personally deal with it or, or anxiety or being anxious. Because I would like to know, man, because everybody feels it differently, but I kind of feel like we all feel it. If you're depressed and I'm around you or... How do you say this? You ever been walking somewhere and you can just feel a person's energy or even sitting still? A lot of time I feel it the most when I'm sitting still. Like I'm like like anchored to the earth. <laughs> Shout out anchor. But um when you you can feel somebody's energy. Like I can feel depressive energy. I can feel um especially with my wife. I can feel it. You feel what I'm saying? I guess because we so locked in, we tune in with each other. I can feel it, man. Like, it's hard to gauge people that's like um, unsettled, or you can, or you can almost feel that they unsettled. They, they, they ain't together. They ain't, they ain't feeling you. You can feel that without a like when you try to hot fellas when you try to holler at a girl, you can feel when a girl kind of not feeling you. Some niggas is super persistent and they'll just keep going and going and going and going and talking and run their mouth. But some women won't allow niggas to do that. They won't allow men to just sit there and bother them. You know what I'm saying? Because they just don't feel your energy. You can feel that. When you want a, a connection sometimes, you can feel it. So even with depression, it's like you giving off a vibe or energy into the world when you depress that it's like it's disruptive. To your own self like you disrupting your own chemical and your own chemical balances it's disruptive to your uh body you lose hair you, you lose sleep you lose or if you depress sometimes can't just sleep all day and they look they not feeding themselves right they're not cleaning themselves properly they're not you know um making your putting your body in motion so it can work out the the toxins in your body you know what i'm saying you gotta, it's, it really is dis disruptive for not only yourself, but as to others, the energy that you put out. So this quarantine time, man, look for your real friends. And um, if you got goals in mind, work on them and come out of that depression because time is precious, man. I know you can tell that how much time you got. 24 hours never seems so long. It's my last day. Damn. You ever get to your last little, little, little sex? You be like, uh, or you roll your last one, and you be like, damn, am I really gonna do this?
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like you want to hold on to it. Especially now, hey, shout out all the plugs right now. If y'all getting off, get your money, man. Cause then get your, get your bag. If you got the plug, get it. And whatever you selling. I don't care what it is. You got the plug on whatever and they need that, use it. Right now, I want everybody to eat right now that need to eat. For real. Cause ain't no telling what what could come of this. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine speaking of depression, what people's mindsets was like, especially black people and you know what I'm saying, like Indians and shit coming out of the depression, twenties and thirties, coming out of it. Or you in it and it's just really fucked up. It's stupid bad. Like and that's without all the lack luxuries and amenities to life that we have now. Imagine no air conditioning and shit. Or no. <laughs> like, you ain't got nothing. You you just, y'all hungry and y'all just fucked up. Y'all live in the shack. Y'all, or you in a city like New York and you just like, it's shit in the street. Like, it's piss in the street. It's people robbing, stealing, killing. They, they doing whatever, you know what I'm saying, just to eat. You know, you you going depression had to be at an all time high, but I bet you them folks push through to get to to get us to this point in twenty twenty. Society and human rights push through. Let alone what was going on in other places in the world at different times, not just American history. Depression is a thing that we all feel and we deal with across the board as human beings. You know what I'm saying? We all we all feel it. Just don't succumb to it. Cause it's not, it's, it's real, but it's like, it's a wave that you got to ride out. You know, you got to ride and then take it at the break and, you know, ride, really ride the wave, man. Like, until it, until it breaks. It's just how life is, man. Let me see. Just a little small energy I'm going to put into medicinal use. Using drugs and shit like that for depression. If it helps you and your life is good and you feel great, that's fine. Take it. Say, for instance, right now you can't get the medicines. You need to find something or, or find a sense of self or something else that's natural, holistic, that you can do outside of taking, like, drugs you know and if you need medicine I, I hope it's like something natural and that you don't have to rely on um, some major corporation to to produce or something like that I hope it's something that you can it's natural to the earth man it's like I feel like everything we need has got to be in the earth like from something grown from the ground or, or that that is like rocks and minerals and I, I think it's all because we all want in, in a sense and the more we pollute the earth, the less the the more we lose of the things that we need. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Uh with that note, declining earth and all that other shit. Pet peeves. Pet peeves.
think today, man, I cut some hard-ass drop fades today. And, you know, when you get that, that tip, you see the head, it's a nice head of hair. Y'all had a good conversation. It's, you know, you got them straight. You change they look a little bit. You getting them back to, you know what I'm saying? You getting them in a, you setting a whole new vibe for them. You know what I'm saying? Like you giving them a whole new look and everything. Or they just, they perked up now because they didn't came to the barber. They got some good, you know what I'm saying, products used on them. Good energy around them. The frequency right. It's clean and sterile. You know what I'm saying? They got, you offering them good water and shit like purified water, tea or something. Fun for their well-being. Good laugh. You know, you have like a therapy. So I'm talking about the whole nine and the 45 to an hour. Like, they run the, you run the, the, the wheel on them. You know what I'm saying? You might pitch them something to say. You, like, you know, as a barber, you know, it's a whole thing. Great cut. They tip you well. Everything's good. But what about them clients, them picky ball clients? Them picky ball dudes. Like, he got... The whole Homer Simpson up here. He looked like Homer Simpson in any color. <laughs> White, black, brown, green, yellow, red, no matter. He looked like Homer Simpson and the nigga pick his hair. Like, like, all three hairs better be symmetrically angled and cut to precision by the, the, the greatest clippers in the world. Your clippers too hot. Man, yo, you you holding my head too hard. You know, that's these dudes. They, they, and then they might have a hat on when they come in, then they take that joint off, and you be looking like, <laughs> you look at the hat like it's the hair in the hat. <laughs> you be looking like, what the fuck's the hair, boy? What you doing in here? This ain't no, you must be trying to get your <laughs> leg waxed or something, like, because your top of your head, it ain't there. And they'll be like, yeah, I'm trying to get edged up. I'm trying to. Baze, Baze, they ain't been win ball. They got the the uh, Carl Winslow, the low Carl Winslow at that or something like that. Or they got it high. They'll never let it get be high because they just look clownish or some shit. But both are like homie the clown and shit. <laughs> yeah, homie coming clown coming and get his haircut. He balled and shit down the middle. But he talking about some man, keep it keep it tight on the sides. I'm trying to uh. You know, and I respect their mind because you know I'm going to cut it. You know I'm going to say, say no more. <laughs> Same price. I don't give a damn. Y'all tripping. And now, that's the thing about the picky ball client. Some of them will get mad like and try to bargain with you or haggle with you as if it's like something to be haggled on. Like, you came in here and you got a hair cut. Now, I don't charge per hair strand. I don't charge... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I don't decrease the amount because you have less hair. Like, you get a discount because you're going ball. It don't work like that. They'll, haggle, they'll try to haggle the price. Or they'll be like, my last barber, yeah, he pushed my joint too far back. Or he uh, he hit the line right. Like, you be looking like, bro, what is you talking about? You Mr. Clean. Who is you? What is you doing? Like, you are Mr. Clean, but you... You in here talking about your edge of pushback. It be like, what is they on? Like, it's just a joke. I be looking for a camera sometimes. Like, this is a joke. What they think this is? Like, picky ball clients is the trippiest people. But I love the ones that pay 
if they are, if you are not picky or an unpicky ball client, you just like to get a clean shave, like something that's really real, like you want to come get a clean shave, hot towel shave. If you got it, most of them be having beards. You want to get your beard like nice and done, be pampered a little bit. Like I like that because we can do some, you know what I'm saying, some cool shit, have a good conversation, and and, and you gonna leave feeling refreshed, blood circulating and shit again. But if you one of them and you don't want to pay full price and you barely got hair on your head and you super picky and you, and you don't want to have no add no enhancement. So it's like I'm sitting here trying to stare in a crystal ball, trying to edge the crystal ball up. <laughs> like I'm just gonna go. So I you you sometimes sometimes, man, look, I'm gonna let y'all in on a little little game with the barbers. This free game. Check my IG out if y'all want to see my other free game segments. They they it's even harder my little my little IGTV uh, uh videos. But anyway, this free game to y'all of our picky ball client. It's it's only to y'all. We really don't even be edging it up like that. <laughs> so you be like, oh, can you like go back and do this? You get in the mirror, nigga just act like he doing something. Like, <laughs> be doing nothing. <laughs> the barber know how to put that on your head to where it's like, like you damn near took the blade out. Like I one time, look, I done took the blade out. I put that joint on there, out the razor, the disposable blade. I, I, I be cleaning like quick with my shit. I put it down. If I know I ain't finna use it no more, I'll go ahead and clean it off, right? And put it over here in its place. <laughs> clean that joint, bro. Can you hit this? Man, I put that joint, the pull the razor back out. I just been clean. He gave me the mirror. I put that joint on there and just made like <laughs> the motions on his head with it. You know what I'm saying? It just kind of like show it just it barely anything it made it made just the steel from the, the razor like not the actual blade but the, just the razor make it look like nigga man ain't did nothing oh yeah that shit right there that's that shit right there Ooh, you killed it <laughs> like bro give me my money get get up out of here man you playing with me i be thinking cats like that and then most most picky ball clients don't be loyal anyway they running off. They running off on the plug because they looking for somebody to play the game with them. They looking for somebody that's going to, or either they looking for somebody that's going to eventually just go and hit them with the ice. Like, don't ice me out and give me an edge up or something or manipulate it. They'll be walking the real truth. Picky ball class. They'll trip. Don't you hate the people that come in with their little kids, little bitty babies. Now look, FYI, to all people that, that get their hair cut from by me, and if you have small children, I do cut children, but the child has to be able to sit there by themselves. They listen, and they're mannerable. Point blank. I don't care what your money say, but the child has to behave in a certain way. And, I, and I'll try to teach them how to behave in it because it's a learning process. You know what I'm saying? As you get older and you're getting haircuts and things, you're getting form you're getting more and more in society and taking your place or whatever with your look and what societal norms expect. You know what I'm saying? That's what haircuts and shit kinda do too as well. But if you with a, a little child and he's super young, like not even might be one or something like that, I don't cut those type of children. I don't if they're very young like that, I don't I don't I don't do that. I have, the cutoff gotta be gotta be about six or seven. 
They about seven years old. I, you know, cut their hair, but they little, little. I'm not cutting their hair like that, man, because give them folks time to grow. Give them some time to grow. <laughs> or they're going to end up being a picky ball client. They're going to end up being that bald head dude. He mad because his mama been getting no edge ups and bald faces. He was nine months. Now he ain't got no edge up. He pissed off at the world. And he ain't here playing with me about, about my money. And nobody even asked him to cover it. That shit crazy. All right, that's it, guys. <clears throat> I'ma let y'all have it, man. Get up in here. Get off of this phone. Shout out to Anchor, man. This little app is is dope. I would, you know, tell any of y'all to, to try it out, test it out, let your voice be heard a little bit more than, you know, usual. It's, it's just putting it out there, you can probably make some money, too. So, hey, try it out. But um, if you want to contact me at Free Chops, Free Chops the Podcast, Free Chops the Barback and Ricky T. Man, IG, Free Chops, P-H-R-E-E-C-H-O-P-S. And email, gmail, freechops at gmail.com. Um, if you want to book an appointment with me, freechops.setmore.com. S-E-T-M-O-R-E.com, yeah. All right, y'all have a good one, man. Peace.